Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. He gets so crazy at times. It sounds like... You yell back at your radio. What are you talking about? What the hell? He gets so angry. You tweet to try and calm him down. Now, he gets an hour all to himself. It's Sparky's Midday Madness on the fan with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. It is Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM, the fan. I'm Toby Altizer. That is Adam Roberts. We are live from the Lakeland University studios. Lakeland University is offering evening and online master's programs. Learn more at lakelands.edu slash get started. Going to talk some more brewers here. Thought I was all brewers out. I really did. I thought I couldn't talk any more brewers than I have over the last couple of days. Not the case. We're going to keep talking brewers because when the great GE Gary Ellerson says, hey, you should do this topic on Sparky's Midday Madness. What do you do, Adam? Well, I think you listen to the former Packer and Badger running back, Colts legend, and I think that's what you do. Yeah, I think you just do that topic. And so let's hear a clip from Josh Hader yesterday, courtesy of Valley Sports San Diego, before his first game as a San Diego Padre. Atmosphere here is they want to win and, and you know not just go to the playoffs but win a World Series and and like I said that's a, a contagious atmosphere to be a part of and um, you know obviously the moves that AJ and and the front office has put together it's uh, it's exciting and you know that's the that's the mentality that that they're perceiving out here and as players that's that's what you want so um, you know to be a part of that group and to be a part of a, a trade to come here it's uh, it's it's special. So the question for you guys is this, very simple. Do you agree with Josh Hader's comments regarding, I mean, he's talking about the Padres here, but regarding basically the Brewers saying they just want to go to the playoffs. Do you agree with Josh Hader here? Because essentially what he's saying is, look, where I was before with the Brewers, they're fine winning in terms of getting 
to a world or getting to the playoffs, but their ultimate goal of getting to a World Series, well, it's not the same as what I have here in San Diego now. You can see that they've gone all in. And look, we've had this conversation plenty of times about the Brewers. We've had it about the Packers. We've had this conversation plenty of times about various teams in the state of Wisconsin and the sustained success versus all going, you know, going all in and all these different things that go along with it. So there's nothing new here. But the fact that you heard a player say this after what you heard from David Stearns, and let me pull this back up, but David Stearns talks a little bit about this as well, and that's where I thought it was interesting. He talks about having bites at the apple. And that's one thing that really got frustrating for me. At what point do you worry about trying to go for it this season and stop worrying about down the road? Here's David Stearns when he was talking about that Josh Hader trade and his comments. Today's trade, as we said in the release, is about doing everything we can as an organization um, to continue our mission and our goal of giving our, our team as many bites at the apple as we possibly can to sustain competitiveness um, and to avoid some of the um, some of the down cycles that we've seen throughout baseball uh, in the not too um, in the not too distant past. Um, as we look around the industry, um, teams that have been able to sustain consistent competitiveness, get into the playoffs, compete for the playoffs every single year. Uh, these are teams that at times have to make very difficult decisions. And today's decision to trade Josh Hader was a difficult decision. Um, we're thrilled with the amount of talent and the diversity of talent that we were able to get back in this trade. We were able to immediately add to our major league team. And we were able to bring in two very high ceiling, very well-regarded prospects uh, to continue to complement um, our system that will allow us to sustain competitiveness um, for for quite a while. And that's a frustrating thing to hear after you hear the comments from Josh Hader. You put that with the comments you heard from David Stearns, and here's what I take away from this. The Brewers' focus is not year to year. It's not, let's, how, how can we win the World Series this season? In 2022, how can we win the World Series? It's thinking about 2023, 2024, 2025, 2026, and down the road. They're not even thinking about this season. They've got their guys for this year. All right, now go out and do it. it, it it's not focusing on the here and now. It's focusing down the road. And I don't like that approach. I just don't. I don't like the idea that in a year where you have a team that could go on a run, look, you know, we've talked about this before too. If you believe the Brewers are a World Series team or not, we've had that discussion plenty of times. And a lot of people would say no, but some people would say yes. But by essentially making lateral moves that leave you without Josh Hader and add pieces for the future, you're definitely not looking at the now. You're not helping your chances by moving out Josh Hader. Maybe you're helping your chances in the future, but then again, it's not like you brought in the guys that the Nationals got. You're not bringing back Mackenzie Gore. You're not bringing back C.J. Abrams or Hassel. You're not bringing back those guys. You're bringing back Gasser, Ruiz, and maybe they can help the big league ball club at some point. Hopefully Ruiz can step in and help right away this season. 
But I mean, you're, you're not trying to win the World Series. You're looking down the road. And what's the ultimate goal for an organization? Shouldn't it be to win a World Series? And I think this Brewers fans, I think that some of these comments were wrong by David Stearns. I don't know if Brewers fans at this point are worried about going on a prolonged rebuild. I'd be fine with it. If it meant going for it. If it meant that you had to deplete the farm system to go get people and you brought people in and we could go on a two, three-year stretch where you're trying to win a World Series, you're in the playoffs, you're not just in the playoffs, but you're one of the top teams in the playoffs, you're competing with the Dodgers, you're competing with the Mets, you're up there, and maybe one of these times you run into it and everything works out correctly and you go into the playoffs and you go on a deep run and you get into the World Series and you win, yeah, I'd absolutely trade for years of bad baseball if it meant bringing one World Series back to the city of Milwaukee. So why wouldn't you do that? Why instead are you doing it this way? Like Josh Hader said, Brewers are just worried about getting into the playoffs. And look, I can't say that, you know, we can give the hypothetical, well, would you trade not making the playoffs for one championship? Or would you trade multiple chances at it and being in the playoffs, but no guarantee of a championship? But I don't know. Like You can't necessarily do this. The Brewers might be able to go through this whole approach that they're doing right now and looking five years down the road and making sure that for the next decade they're a good baseball team and can get into the playoffs, even if it's just squeaking in. They may, they might get hot and win a World Series one of these times. And if that's the case, awesome. But they aren't helping their chances. You know, again, I think that the best example I've heard of this is Bart Winkler with the poker chips. And essentially what the Brewers are doing here, they already have fewer chips than the other teams at the table but they're taking some chips off and putting them in their pocket for the next table for when they play again. They're looking down the road. They're not adding chips to the current table. They're not taking some money out of their pocket or some of the resources that they have and putting some more chips in for this year. No, no, no. They're taking some chips off from this year, I would say, and putting them in the pocket and saving them for next year and the year after that. I don't like that philosophy. I think it's a loser's mentality. I think that when you have an opportunity with a team to win a World Series, you go for it. And if they don't deem themselves a team that can win the World Series this year, if that's how Stearns feels, then that's fine as well. But don't make moves to look down to the future. Don't do anything. Stand pat at the deadline. Don't trade anyone. And then trade Hater in the offseason and try and improve your team. I don't like the fact that, and we're going to hear from Kurt Hogue and what he had to say on the big show earlier in just a little bit, but I don't like the fact that I start the interview and ask him simply, are the Brewers any better today than they were a couple days ago? They made three trades. And his simple answer is no. So then what are you doing at the deadline? What what are you doing? What's the whole point of this if you're not trying to get better? And I don't even know if they necessarily made themselves better down the road. Either way, it's frustrating. 414-677-1250, or you can tweet us at 1250 AM. The fan, I want to hear from you guys about this because Josh Hader's comments, let's hear it one more time, about this whole situation. He feels like in San Diego they want to win a World Series. That's not the case in Milwaukee. Here's Josh Hader on Bally Sports San Diego. The atmosphere here is they want to win and, and you know not just go to the playoffs but win a World Series. And, and like I said, that's a, a contagious atmosphere to be a part of. And, um, you know, obviously the moves that AJ and, and the front office has put together, it's uh, – 
it's exciting and you know that's the that's the mentality that that they're perceiving out here and as players that's that's what you want so um you know to be a part of that group and to be a part of a, a trade to come here it's uh it's it's special 414-677-1250 do you agree with some of the comments that josh Hader made let's get out to mike the painter mike what's going on i think that's just the twin legs and hearing Hader say that that they want to win a World Series, and we just want to make it to the playoffs. That's just that's just a kick right between the legs, and it sounds like Stearns is just blowing smoke up our butts. And I want us to win a World Series. We have World Series pitching. We just need a couple guys away that can help us in the bats, and you don't trade the assets to get worse. And that's what it sounds like we did. Yeah, one hundred percent. 100%. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you're dead yeah. on there because I don't think these players are stupid. Sometimes, you know, we talk about these players and say you treat them like, you know, just numbers on a page or whatever, and sometimes that happens with various ways that ownership or whatever treats them. But at the same time, these players aren't stupid. They're thinking ahead at the trade deadline of, hmm, what kind of guys maybe are we going to get in here? Or what are we going to do here? What what I wonder what David Stearns is thinking. And when you get the news coming across... Towards towards Hater, I I wish him all the best, and I hope he does win a World Series because he deserves it. He worked hard for us, and uh, they just let it go off the door. So, Mike, appreciate it, man. Thanks, take my call. Yep. Four one four six seven seven twelve fifty to finish up there. Like these players are, are are sitting there looking ahead and thinking, how can we improve this baseball team at the deadline? They're they're just like us. At the same point, I mean, they're they're wanting to win a World Series. They're looking at this baseball team and saying, how can we improve? You know, you'd be foolish if you didn't think that these players are looking at the guys that are available and thinking, hmm, I wonder if we could get this guy. I wonder if we could do this. I wonder if we could do that. I mean, they're just, they're just thinking about it. And it's not necessarily that they're talking about it in the clubhouse or even they're doing other things with it other than just simply thinking about it like you might be on a car ride. But when the news comes across your telephone... When, or your cell phone, when you're sitting there, wherever it may be, as a player, maybe you're in the locker room or whatever's going on, on your off day, and you hear that Josh Hader has been traded? Okay, what's your first thought? Um, are we getting a bat to help us out now? Because maybe that's what's going to happen. Nope. Um... Does David Stearns not think we can win a World Series? Is that what he's doing? Because that's what I would be thinking if I was a player. You know, we talked about this the final hour of the Wendy's Big Show with, you know, does it, how, how does this affect clubhouse morale? I wouldn't feel great. You don't have faith in me that we can win this thing? So what am I doing out here? What am I busting my tail for? What am I working so hard for? I'm trying to win a World Series, and it doesn't seem like my front office is sold on that. So then what am I doing? Why am I busting my tail? Why am I going out here and working hard every single day to try and make this team better? Because you just made this team worse. And look, you can talk about the trade or whatever, but that's how I'd feel as a player if I'm in that locker room. And now you hear from Josh Hader coming out and saying, there's a clear difference from San Diego and Milwaukee. San Diego has their sights on winning a trophy. Milwaukee has their sights on sustained success. I don't know. It just doesn't sound good. 414-677-1250.
get out to Kevin in Greenfield. Kevin, you're on the fan. What's going on? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. I agree with almost every single comment that you made, and I'm going to make it quick because I know you got a lot of callers. Back in 1982 when the Brewers went to the World Series, I was 24 years old. 24. It was one of the best times of my life. The city was electric. It was like when the Bucks won. It was outstanding. I just turned 64 the other day. 40 years later, I couldn't tell you what years the Brewers went to the playoffs. I probably I could care less. If you would have won me one World Series somewhere in that 40-year period, that's what we're going for. That's what we're looking for. You know, the, the, the Brewers just, it's a loser's mentality. In San Diego, they're, they're going out and proving it. They may not win the World Series, but they're, they're, they're doing it. They're putting their chips in the, in, in, in the middle, and they're going for it. And, and, and I, I, yeah, I feel bad for counsel. I mean, the guy is, I mean, he's a good manager. I don't know how he's going to manage this stuff because you got, you got Devin Williams. You've got Josh Hader's comments. You've got Woodward's comments. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, oh, my God. I mean, they'll speak, they'll speak huge volumes. If you don't think the other 20-some ball players are thinking or feeling something very similar to, similar to that, it's crazy. And it's just, it's just really frustrating. I, I, I don't know. I, I, and, you know, I've had a couple of days to think about it here, what, two days later, a day or two later. I'm still fired up. I, yeah. I cannot believe it. And just anyway, um, your comments were spot on. I, I couldn't disagree with anything that you said. And it's, you know, I'm not really sure that Stearns wanted this. I, I, and something tells me he didn't really want this, the Antonasio group or whatever that consists of. I, I think, I think that guy is gone. I think he'll be in the, with the Mets organization sometime in the near future. I, I think he just probably really didn't want to do this, but he's got to walk the talk. Yeah, he's got 100%. To do he's got to do. So, Kevin, right, appreciate it, man. Great call. You bet. Take, take care. 414-677-1250 if you want to hop in on the conversation. I do want to get to some of your tweets as well and get some more of your phone calls. Again, at 414-677-1250, or you can tweet us at 1250 AM. The fan we will do that next here on Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The fan. Sparky's Midday Madness here on 1250 AM. The fan. I'm Toby Altizer. That is Adam Roberts. You want to talk about madness? Oh my gosh. You madness, got madness, madness, madness. Got some breaking news and breaking news on the fan is brought to you by the Beat the Streak podcast. Get an inside edge on how to win the $5.6 million prize every day this baseball season. Listen on Odyssey or wherever you get your podcast. So we've got good news. We've got great news. We've got stupid news. We've got all types of stuff. And the Crazy same news. flurry of moves by the Brewers. So let's start with the good news. Yes, please. Freddie Peralta is reinstated from the 60-day injured list. Indeed. Awesome. Keston Heroes recalled from AAA. There awesome. We go. Some decent news. Matt Bush added to the active roster. Okay. All right. Expected. Peter Strzelecki option to AAA. Okay. Again, kind of expected. All right, Brewers fans, you'll be thrilled with this. Pedro Severino, DFA. Somebody call Bart. All right, and here's the puzzling one. Denelson Lamette, designated for assignment. For those of you who are wondering who the heck is Denelson Lamette, oh, yeah, that's the guy that you just got in the Josh Hader trade. What? You want to make some sense of this for me, Adam? Like, what are you doing? Does someone want to go check on David Stearns and make sure everything's okay? What is going on? Oh, my God. What is happening? Why in the world would Denelson Lamette be in this trade? Because now you said we got a couple major league arms. Well, no, you didn't. You got one. You DFA'd him immediately. Denelson Lamette hasn't even gotten a chance to play for the Brewers yet, and you got rid of him. 
So you essentially now can say that the Brewers trade was for Taylor Rogers, Gasser, and Ruiz. That's all you got for Josh Hader? The Nelson Lament already felt like a throw-in, and now you just said, you know what? Goodbye. Hey, we're going to make a trade for Never mind. I just saw what you can do. Okay. Yep. Yeah, nope. 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 Are you, like, surprised? The guy had a nine and a half ERA. It was pretty bad. Adam, me and you could throw out nine ERA. No, I'm not going to say that. I'm joking. But nine and a half ERA? Come on. And now you decide to DFA him? What is going on? What are the Brewers doing? Are you trying to win? What is going on? So now you finally decide to get rid of that third catcher. Oh, now's the time to do that. Why? Because you couldn't trade Omar Narvaez and you were just holding out hope? Now you finally bring back Keston Hero? Now all this stuff happens? And then on top of all that, one of the four guys you just got back in a Josh Hader deal, you say adios to? Maybe they think Rosenthal will be good to go sooner than we think? Don't even get me started on the Rosenthal trade. That makes no sense either. <laughs> I don't know what the Brewers are doing. If you if you said you wanted to improve your bullpen depth, you know how you could have done that? By just doing the Matt Bush deal, and that's it. Think about this, Adam. This is how it worked out. Josh Hader got traded. You brought in Taylor Rogers. all right? So one for one there. I'm not saying talent-wise, just replacement in the bullpen. Trevor Rosenthal is not going to pitch again for who knows how long, and I would bet that dude doesn't pitch double-digit innings this season. That dude is not... I, I, I'm skeptical he even gets back out on the field for the Brewers, much less pitches effectively. And you traded one of the top 20 prospects in your organization for him, and then you traded for Matt Bush. You know what? Fine with the Matt Bush trade. Whatever. You added bullpen depth. But one of the other guys that was supposed to immediately slot in for you was Denelson Lamette. What are you doing? Why are you DFAing him immediately? Am I missing something here? Or are we being hoodwinked here? Like, what is the Brewers organization doing? Because I had all the faith in the world that the Brewers could go to a World Series three days ago. You know how much faith I have that the Brewers could do anything in the playoffs today? None. Zero. Before all this shenanigans that David Stearns was doing, I would have tried to convince you that they could beat the Dodgers and the Mets. You know what I'm going to do today? Not even going to waste my time because they don't even care if they can beat the Dodgers and the Mets because guess what they want? They just want a participation trophy because, hey, we made the playoffs. We have been hoodwinked, bamboozled, led astray, run amok, and flat out deceived. Couldn't agree more. 414-677-1250. I'm fed up. Let's get out to Jim on the south side. Jim, what's going on, man? You're on the fan. Oh, I can't follow Stephen A. <laughs> oh, I was good right up until you hit that button. <laughs> All right, well, I got some more bad news for you. Um, the guys you had on this morning uh, on this this network were under the impression that uh, San Francisco was going to pay the freight on Rosenthal. No, the Brewers are paying that $4.5 million. So then how in the world can you tell me that they wouldn't be willing to pay Josh Hader next year? Because the difference in what he's making this year and next year is about what Trevor Rosenthal's salary is. You're going to have to talk to somebody else if you want an argument. Um, like I told the screener, I have never been a not-nostal fan because I find it to be incredibly cheap. In the mid-2010s, our payroll was running 60 to $65 million, while the Cubs were spending 200 and 220 Dodgers were at 240, Yankees were pushing 240, and now those two uh, teams, the Yankees and Dodgers, are running 302 million and 280. 
and we're hovering around 100. Uh, the dude has made a billion dollars on the value of this club from when he inherited it around $500 million to $1.5 billion now, which is 50 mil a season profit on top of whatever he makes year by year. And it irks me to no end that he can't find a year or two and say, you know what, guys, we can do a buck thirty. We can go a buck mm-hmm. thirty-five to go out and get a stud or two. And I told the screener this, and I've been saying it for the last three days, you give up whatever to get yourself Soto. He's a 23-year-old Hall of Famer, guaranteed yep. Hall of Famer, who's proven it at the major league level, level not just got hot in the minor you know, double-A or A-plus level. And none of your top guys are going to become Hall of Famers. You add him to this lineup, and you still have your pitching, even if it took Hader. Okay, because you were going to pay, you know, uh, Soto thirty million if you want to extend him, which I would have done everything to pay him thirty million or whatever. Uh, you're paying twenty six to Yelich. If you take in Narvaez is gone next year at five million a pop, uh, fifteen sixteen for Hader. Um, McCutcheon's nine million's not coming back. You're at thirty million. Yeah, no, I, mean, I, I could find that money easy. If there was a way for them to do it, I don't think that they could have gotten the trade done after seeing what he went for with San Diego. But if there was some way, they should have tried to do it. And I agree, it is frustrating now to see that they're not willing to spend the money. Look, I'm not, you know, I'm I've been trying to say like, hey, they spent the most that they've ever spent on a payroll and all these things, and. I'm not generally too, too mad when I talk about Adonacio and spending money, but I don't know what is going on here. Either David Stearns has lost it and he's looking out the door and figuring, yeah, well, let's just have a little bit of fun and, you know, have do whatever he's doing today and yesterday and the day before. Or Mark Adonacio has put something on his desk saying, you've got to do all these moves, and it just doesn't make any sense to me. It really doesn't. Because if you uh, tried to... If you try to explain what is going on to me right now, I probably wouldn't get it because I don't think he knows what he's doing right now. Because I, I don't get it. How in the world well, do you trade for a guy and then you DFA him? Well, a couple things in that. One, I don't know. I mean, I can't fathom. I'm a smart guy. I can't fathom uh, why they picked up LeMay and then just said, see ya. Yeah. I mean, he sounded like he was kind of like, well, maybe he, he's going to be decent. Maybe he come back from the two years ago when he was knocking on the Cy Young mm-hmm. door. And, you know, the other guy was saying, well, maybe they think uh, Rosenthal's coming back sooner. Why don't you wait till Rosenthal, Rosenthal comes back before you dump, dump this guy? Because you don't know what you get from Rosenthal. Makes no as sense as, to me. As far as Severino goes, they were talking about carrying three catchers so that they could, you know, I mean, it's a tough position to play. All that bending constantly, it, that wears you out. So they were going to try to keep guys fresh. problem with Severino is he can't play in the postseason. Yep, exactly. So that's why they dumped him now. They couldn't move I'm fine Narvaez, with dumping Severino. So I have no issue with that. He's gone. Jim, appreciate the phone call, man. Sure. 414-677-1250 if you want to hop in on the conversation. Adam McAlvey tweets this out. And this is David Stern's initial explanation as to why they DFA Denelson Lamette. Denelson has a good arm and was included in the trade to help balance out the deal. As subsequent transactions played out, the roster fit became a little tougher. We are hopeful we will be able to keep him in our system. It makes no sense whatsoever. And that if you heard a little bit of a sigh there, that's Sam Schmitz walking in the studio frustrated by what's going on. 
I don't think anyone can put it better than what our guy, Evan Heffelfinger, tweeted out. In response to that, he said, David, isn't it literally your job to know roster fit and where incoming players would be? You could have gotten another prospect, could have traded him to a different team entirely. What an absolute joke. And I am 100% on board with that. I don't know exactly what is going on in Milwaukee. I don't know what David Stearns is doing. 414-677-1250. Let's get out to Mike in Greenfield. Mike, you're on the fan. What's going on? Okay, my phone is doing some weird beeping, but are we okay? Yeah, sounds good. Okay, um, I was, the first day, I, I thought it was nuts that when they said they traded them. And then I tried to be optimistic. I didn't catch that this was on Stearns probably because he didn't want to lose money. But now I keep thinking about it and listening. And what hurts is that this just gets to me. It sounds to me like Hader would have liked to stay <laughs> and, uh, and saw how far they could go. But, um, you know, last year we found out that we got bounced out of the playoffs because we were missing our eighth inning guy. And now we're missing him again because he probably has to go pitch the ninth. Um, mm -hmm. The team was on a roll. And, you know, when Council came in, he talked about his guys being teammates, picking each other up. Well, in the, the last series, when they played, they weren't playing their best defense. But they were picking each other up. Okay, man. All right, you tried, and that, and everybody was picking up where they were needed. They were hitting smarter. I'm starting to ramble, but this trade is about what they only got three guys for Josh Hader. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me. You know what? If you were having trouble finding a fit on the roster, why'd you trade for Rosenthal? Why'd you all of a sudden trade for Matt Bush? Why did you trade a one for four and? and do this sort of thing instead of trying to get maybe a higher quality guy and do a one for two with Josh Hader or something. I, I don't get what the Brewers are doing. How can you say that this guy has helped to balance out a trade and then you can't find a spot to fit him on your roster? Well, if that's your issue, then don't do the trade to begin with or ask for a higher quality prospect. Don't ask for their number seven and number 28 guy. Ask for their number five guy. Look at the Bucks. Every year they came back and took care of the team that bounced them. The, the Brewers, they were they were ready. Yeah. Gee, look at all the other teams that are not as good as the Brewers are adding on quality players. Mm -hmm. We couldn't afford one guy. Now I know the Brewers. They say they signed Giovanni Gallardo, and he never really pitched decent after that. You know. And uh, but that wasn't this staff. Yeah, it's frustrating to me because uh, you know what? And it's this sports everything because um, it's just getting to me. I played sports. I had too many concussions, so I couldn't play football. But you know what? I, I uh, you know I get worked up about stuff. Some games I can't watch because I just get too into it and crazy. Yeah. But you know, I love listening to you guys and uh, and the show and calling in. I'm not your sharpest caller, but I do like that fun. But well, Mike, we appreciate the phone call, man. We appreciate it. Okay, bye. 414-677-1250 if you want to hop in on the conversation. Who knows what's going on with the Brewers at this point? Who knows? Honestly, 
how do you DFA to Nelson Lamette a few days after acquiring him in a trade for Josh Hader? You want to explain that to me? If you can make sense of it, give me a call because I don't understand it. 414-677-1250. It's Sparky's Midday Madness here on 1250 AM, The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Please tell me why. Why? Why are we doing this, Why has the Nelson LeMet been DFA'd? What is going I... on in Milwaukee? I feel like all this stuff that the wind horse memes and all this stuff in Utah, that's what I feel like is going on in Milwaukee. What is going on? Very strange, DFA Please tell Toby. me why. Very strange. Got an interesting call here. Agitated Brewers fan on line three. Is this who I think it is? An agitated Brewers fan who doesn't understand anything that's going on and does not like ownership? Oh, no, that's not me there. I love these moves. These moves are so great. I can't wait to celebrate the 1982 Brewers this weekend. Michael, are you on the east side again? (laughs) What's going on, Bart? Hey, buddy. I like this. Look at you get all fired up. I I told you, you be around these teams long enough, the dark side will come out of you. I don't understand what they're doing at this point, dude. Like, if I can... I always try to look at the other side or and look at all angles and try to rationalize it and look at, okay, this is why the Brewers are doing it, and this is why... I think it's a bad move or a good move. I can't wrap my head around any of the moves that the Brewers made. Literally not a single one of them. And now you bring back Josh Hader on a trade and you bring back four guys. And what do you do? You DFA one of them a couple of days later. What is going on? Do they think they can replay last night's game also because they brought up Keston Hira and finally (laughs) got rid of Severino? I mean, that is, thank God, first of all. But yeah, I don't know what they're doing. 
what what it sounds like they're doing is it sounds like trying to cover up for a massive mistake that they made. Because I think, according to what Adam McKelvey's been tweeting, if you guys have been reading those, mm-hmm. I think they think that uh, Denelson Lament had options left. And they didn't realize he crossed the service time where he didn't have options. So they screwed that up. So then they had to figure out what to do. And they're not going to – I mean, who else are you going to get rid of? He was part of a trade, so you're not going to get rid of Bush because that was a one-for-one trade. You're not going to get rid of Suter because he wrote a kid's book. So the only guy left <laughs> is Lamette, and now you got to sit with, with the egg on your face, hope that nobody claims them, and then you can put them back in your system like it never happened. But this is ridiculous. It is just – it's so – you don't – then don't include him in the trade. If you don't see a path for him on the team, don't include him in the trade because they obviously thought four things equaled one. And so now there's – I mean, what is this? This is this – is in – incomparable and the only the only silver lining to me is that this season is so stupid that they're gonna win the world series (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't know what is going on bart i'd love to chat a little bit more i'm sure we'll talk a little bit tomorrow we've got other phone calls so i i I was listening to you guys i'm driving and i thought screw that i'm gonna flex my nuts and call in so i'll be listening enjoy the show all right sounds good appreciate it bart hey uh toby he, real... he brings up great points man he does real quick i'm gonna refer back to those McCalvey tweets he was talking about yeah. underneath the initial plot twist he tweeted so he tweets that with the 40 man at 39 some had asked why brewers didn't option denelson lamette instead of dfaing him the brewers say the reason is that he has five years of mlb service must have just crossed that line he had been optioned by san diego on the 11th of july Back for two games versus the Twins. Additionally, McAlvey adds, because Lamette has more than three years of MLB service, he can decline an outright assignment should he clear waivers and the Brewers try to send him to AAA. So we shall see whether he stays in the organization. I hope another team doesn't allow them to bring him back. I hope someone picks him up so we can continue to complain about this Brewers team and how incompetently they are being run at the current moment. What are you doing? You didn't know? I don't know who this falls on. Is it David Stearns? Is it Adonacio? Is it someone in his department? I don't care who it is. I, I really don't care. This is ridiculous. Inexcusable. You cannot do this stuff as a major league organization. Simple stuff of homework. If that's the case, and you didn't realize he didn't have options or couldn't be optioned, Adam, I check that stuff when I play... MLB the show, and I'm not a professional general manager. How hard is it when that's your job? And it's not a job that we're get, they're getting paid like <laughs> $9 an hour for. It's a job they're getting paid millions and thousands, like hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars for. Do your job. Do your job. It's not that hard to at least look and see if he can be optioned. What are you doing? How is your idea, let's trade for Josh Hader, we'll bring back, okay, let's see, we'll bring back Rodgers, he'll help us immediately, because he can kind of fill in for Hader, all right. Uh, We'll bring back this gasser guy, all right. Uh, We'll bring back Ruiz, maybe he can fill in for us, and we'll bring back Lamette. So what we'll do is we'll option him, and then, uh, you know, if we need an extra arm in the bullpen, he's got another year of arbitration, so we'll at least have him for next year. All right, so that's what we'll do. We'll we'll bring those guys over, and then we'll we'll put Lamette in AAA. Now he comes over to Milwaukee. Oh, 
we can't send him down? He doesn't have options? Uh... That level of incompetence is completely inexcusable from a professional organization. And the fact that they are doing this right now, good on the Brewers media and beat writers for asking them. There's 39 people on that 40 man. You could have optioned them. So what did you do that you screwed this up so badly? This might be one of the bigger snafus by a management a management move snafu since the Cincinnati Bengals and Browns botched that AJ McCarron trade. Holy smokes. Well, and here's another thing, and we're going to get out to some of your phone calls here in just a second. You can say, well, I don't want to question David Stearns. These are the kind of things that if they happen, you have every right to question David Stearns. You cannot do this sort of thing with a Major League Baseball organization, and they just did it. And you want to go back to that Josh Hader thing? Well, Josh Hader feels a lot better today that he's in San Diego being run by A.J. Preller than he does in Milwaukee being run by David Stearns, Mark Adonacio, Matt Arnold, and whatever the Brewers have up there in their front office, the full of clowns that they're working with out there. 414-677-1250. Let's get out to James in Waukesha. James, what's going on? Hey, Toby. How are you? Good. How you doing, James? I'm good. I don't know where to begin. Um Neither do we. That kind of sounds like an oxymoron. I'm good, but I don't know where to start. (laughs) Yeah. Um, We didn't need to trade for a hitter because we got test. We knew we were bringing Keston Hira back. No, no, that was sarcastic. Okay, all right. (laughs) But, but no, seriously, my problem when we talk about trades and prospects and things like that with the Milwaukee Brewers, here's my issue. And Orlando Arcia, Eduardo Escobar, Trent Grisham, they're all, they were all Milwaukee Brewers. And they're all on serious World Series contenders, starting mm-hmm. and contributing. And then, and then let's just throw God. I know Josh Hader wasn't drafted, but let's throw him in there. And, and I'm probably leaving out guys. That, that were serious contributors to the Brewers and that are that are on other teams. And the bottom line is whether we're talking about prospects, you know, when it comes time they perform, we're going to get rid of them because we won't pay them. And that's the bottom line. We want we just want to get a bite of the apple. And what they're doing now, you can see a pattern in these trades and what they're getting back, they're getting back primarily pitching, right? Mm-hmm. And they're setting themselves up for when Burns and Woodruff leave and ultimately Peralta because they, they're handcuffed. They got, you got Christian Yelich making $26 million a year on the books. And it's the same thing that happened with Ryan Braun. This is on, this is probably 20% of your payroll. And, and you, you just have to nickel and dime it and work with smoking mirrors, and it's, it's what they do. Yeah, I just I, mean, I, I can't get on board with some of the stuff they're doing. I, I, I'm not going to get all that mad at the Yelich deal because I think at the time it was the right thing to do, but you are right that if he's not living up to the expectations, it does handcuff the Brewers. But at the same point, you can't do what they're doing right now. You cannot no. do this sort of incompetent level of management. It's, it's unacceptable. Appreciate the phone call, man. All right. 
414-677-1250. I do want to read one tweet from Kurt Hogue here. It says that there was some salary equalizing involved in the Brewers taking on to Nelson Lamette back so the Padres could stay under the luxury tax. David Stearns described a roster crunch that then came about with the Bush edition. That's what led to this. So let me get this straight. And this is what our good buddy Evan Heffelfinger had to say. We helped them out with their salary crunch while acquiring our star player. We performed a money dump for them. Why are you doing that? Why are you helping them out? Tell them to figure it out. Essentially what you're doing is you're helping them out so that you'll get this deal done. So if that's the case, and Denelson Lament wasn't brought over to be anything more than a salary dump for them, then all you got was the number seven ranked prospect and a closer who'd blown how many saves this year? Like eight for Josh Hader? I go back to what we talked about the day he was traded. Glaber Torres went from the Yankees or from the Cubs to the Yankees, straight up for a Aroldis Chapman, for a rental, a half year. And you just traded Josh Hader for a year and a half. And all you got out of it was the number seven ranked prospect and a closer who has been eh, not that great. We well, used an all-star last year. I don't care what he was last year. You only got him for the rest of this year. You got a rental of this guy. That's all you got was a rental of Taylor Rogers. It'd be different if he's sticking around in town for three, four more years. You got a rental of Taylor Rogers. You got the number seven ranked prospect in their organization. And then, oh, yo, we threw in, a, we threw in this uh, the, 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 this uh, outfielder who's going to be really good for him. Um, excuse me, was this outfielder someone that's going to help them immediately on this big league roster? Oh, no, no. I mean, he's like the 28th ranked guy in their organization or something like that. He's in the 20s, but he, he steals a lot of bags. Oh, that's right. The Brewers steal lots of bags, don't they? He really fits their system. What are you doing here? What is going on? What are the Brewers doing? Like, how do you not have a clear direction? When you set out at the beginning of a season, shouldn't your direction be, how can we win a World Series? Or at least, if you're the Brewers, going into this season after what you did last year, shouldn't it be, how can we win a World Series? And then you saw what you did in the first half. And then you go to the trade deadline and you say, all right, how can we improve our team to win a World Series? And instead, what you come out with is, how can we have more bites at the apple? Because last year wasn't enough. The year before that wasn't enough. The year before that wasn't enough. And then the year before that wasn't enough. Why don't we just continue to look five years down the road? Because who cares if we win a World Series? It's only about us trying to get as many bites of the apple. We're just going to take nibbles because we're barely going to make the playoffs and we're not going to try to help this offense out at all. We're not going to do anything with that. And when it comes to the trade deadline, you know what we'll do? We'll trade our all-star closer for a guy that we're going to end up cutting. And then we'll, you know, we'll get a guy in there and people will try and rationalize it so that we can at least save some of our public relations and our PR among the people of the fans of Milwaukee. So we'll do all that. But we're not actually going to try and win a World Series because who cares about that? Doesn't make any sense to me. It really doesn't. We'll hear from Sam Schmitz and the Fan Afternoon Show coming up next here on Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM, The Fan. What was that, Tim? We got to move on from the trade deadline? No, we do not. Psych. We are not moving on. We are going to continue to talk about it. We are going to continue to rant about it. I'm in for Bart tomorrow. And I'm in on the big show tomorrow. I might just rant for eight straight hours about this Brewers team. What is going on? Sam Schmitz is here with us previewing what's coming up on the Fan Afternoon Show. Sam, can you make any sense of this to me? Like, can you help me out? I don't get it. No, we're, 
we were trying to figure out, we were trying to make sense of the trade when it initially happened. We weren't trying to justify it or say that we were fans of it because I was still kind of undecided that first day. And then the second day, I was like, all right, I'm not a fan of this. And then today, I literally walk in the station. I was driving to the studio, so I wasn't able to check my phone and, you know, see Twitter because literally this week, Every time I'm not on my phone, something is happening, and I miss Stay it. on your phone, then, please. Oh, yeah, so you want me to extend my phone while I'm driving? <laughs> yes. Potentially? Yeah, that's great. Um, <laughs> well, just don't drive. But I literally get, get I literally get here, and I walk in the studio to drop off our rundown for Kevin Holden, and what do I hear? It's Toby Altizer breaking the news that Denelson LeMet has been DFA'd. <laughs> I didn't even see it on my phone, and I walk into the studio, and Toby is breaking news to me. And I'm just literally reacting to this live in person. And I'm just like, they did what? Why? I, it's embarrassing, dude. It's, it's the Brewers used to be like, uh, for a small market team, they used to be a, an organization that you could kind of pump your chest about yeah. in the past couple of years and how they've been able to, you know, bring up guys and get something out of nothing and make moves and stuff like that. But it's this like what Bart said, like the past couple of days, this last couple of weeks with the Brewers, and now, I mean, now the Bucks are hosting a Blackhawks game at Pfizer Forum. Like, what's going on? But like this, this last couple of weeks here, this week especially as a Wisconsin sports fan, it's like a joke. It's a cruel joke being played on us, and it's not ending apparently. I mean, who knows what's in for tomorrow? I mean, now what? What was the point of having Pedro Severino too on this roster all mm-hmm. along? What you couldn't find anything in the trade deadline, and now you're going to DFA? Well, after? and the thing that kills me with this whole thing is, if you were forced into these moves where you there was nothing else you could do, yeah. you had to do it. All right, fine. You didn't have to do any of this. You could have literally sat there and did absolutely nothing. If if that's what I've come to the conclusion about the Josh Hader trade and why I'm not a fan of it specifically is because if this was the return for a year and a half of Josh Hader, what's the difference between right now and trading him in the offseason? Totally agree. When you can instead 100%. of instead of Taylor Rogers and a couple prospects in the offseason, you still probably have Hader and Devin Williams throughout the postseason. Yeah. And on top of that, you're still probably at least getting a prospect back, if not two for the return of Josh Hader in the offseason. So that it just frustrates me even more. And then now on top of that, like we're DFAing one of the guys that we got back in the trade for Josh Hader. Well, who probably, then- well nobody's brought this up. What happens if the Padres <laughs> claim him and they get Denelson Lamette back? Well, and here's the other thing that I have a hard time with. So you mentioned the Hader and trading him in the uh, off season, you kind of talked about them not wanting to go through the arbitration process again, and I get that. that yeah, because look, but, with Josh Hader especially, it got so ugly. But even so, two. if your whole goal in the off season was you're going to trade Josh Hader, I don't really care what my relationship is with Josh Hader at that no, point. No, no, well, I want it to be good the rest of the season. But here's the other thing: right now he's making 11 million, right? I mean, who cares? They're projecting. No, if you I'm just saying. In the off season, you're not paying him. I'm just saying they're projecting him to make 16 million. If that's your thing, you don't want to pay him. You don't want to go through the process. Whatever, you just paid for a guy who you traded for, and Trevor Rosenthal, who hasn't pitched in two years, and you've poured four and a half million. That. Don't even get me started on Trevor How does that Rosenthal? make any sense? I don't I don't get what they're doing to us and what we deserve to this, you know, for this. The fact that we're waiting this before the trade. feel we're like waiting, David Stearns. We're waiting before the trade deadline, hoping to at least get a bat. There's no peep on Ramon Laureano. There's no peep on any of these guys that the Brewers had a rumor on. And on top of that, the trade deadline comes, and what do you get instead of a bat that you clearly needed for this offense? Because now it's what Tyrone Taylor, mm-hmm. and Jonathan Davis, and hopefully Astoria Ruiz is eventually in center yeah, field. That's gross. not going to win you a World Series. Mookie Betts is going to kill you in the playoffs. Come playoff time, Juan Soto and this Padres team is going to kill you. I just, 
I don't know what the Brewers are doing right now and what Milwaukee and Wisconsin sports fans have done to deserve this, but it's not fun and I want to have fun again. And I'm straight up not having a good time. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. And I'll let you and Kevin Holden try and make sense of it. Cause I can't do it. I'll, I'll let yeah. you guys oh, do that. Trust me. I got some stuff up my sleeve when we talk <laughs> about this. I mean, we were originally going to talk about, we were going to lead off the show, just recap, you know, yesterday's game, what we expect from Freddie Peralta in the first segment. And then we were going to dive into, are you worried about the team morale with the Brewers mm. going forward for the rest of the season? Because everybody just saw it. It looked like if you saw the videos of the players talking in the locker room, aside from Christian Yelich, who was like Mark Anasio's son's best friend, drinking <laughs> wine 24-7 with him. California cool, man. If California you, cool. If you saw everybody else's facial reaction, it looks like they just saw like a deer die right in front mm-hmm. of them. You know? They, yeah. It looks like they just saw a car crash with a deer, and it, the deer just like passed away right in front of them. But even worse, because it's their best friend. But... I mean, so the team morale is obviously low, and then we're going to talk about Packers for a little bit. And then on top of that, we'll hear from Ryan Wood at 5 o'clock to talk about Packers training camp and stuff like that. Well, hopefully there's some positive stuff there, and his baseball team is actually doing great things. So, oh my gosh. Um, But obviously now we got to lead off the show with what what the hell are the Brewers doing? Yeah. (laughs) What is going on here? Who knows? Real quick, too, before we wrap up uh, the crosstalk here, we're probably not going to talk about it very much on the afternoon show, but it did just come up across on Twitter. Um, a little bit of breaking news here when it comes to Deshaun Watson in the NFL. The NFL is appealing Deshaun Watson's six-game yeah, I mean, suspension. That's expected. To Tom Pelissero. So. Well, that was expected. So I don't know. We'll see. I heard Zach Gelb talk about it, and it made sense if the NFL didn't appeal it because then it would have been all on the judge who mm-hmm. came up with the suspension and be like, well, it's not our problem. The judge, and we want to make sh- – they want to – they wanted to – Gelb kind of convinced me that they could have, like, made it seem like they want to actually follow this process as opposed to Goodell just making up every suspension and, you know, coming up with all the disciplinary yeah. action. But yeah, I mean, I think we all expected that, but Gelb kind of convinced me that eh, I guess I wouldn't be too surprised if they didn't, but yeah. So Sean Watson, we'll see what he actually gets for a suspension. What happens if we get, but yeah, we're, we're not going to talk much about that. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon. When a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.